Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast. Andrea Earhart here, muralist, adventurer, and your host as I interview inspiring artists who are killing it in the art game to show you that it's completely possible to make a great living doing the thing you love to do. We highlight the business side of art to help you reach more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creative freedom. (laughs) Enjoy the show. This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process. From coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. And that's it, so let's get on with the show. Hello, we have a special edition of the Artist Academy podcast today. I have my husband on here. They can't see you wave. Oh, oh of course, oh. yes. The podcast, I'm air waving. <laughs> so my husband, Ryan Sanders. So technically, my name is Andrea Sanders now, legally. But a lot of people, I think from Instagram and from the podcast don't really know that i think it's i still go by andrea Earhart. you're welcome people now know how to spell your last name (laughs) that's true andrea sanders is pretty basic (laughs) but you can spell it it's not quite as artsy though i don't know but it's i love it it's amazing (laughs) so you're welcome here i have ryan sanders my husband on here and just to give you guys a little bit of background as to why I would bring my husband on an art podcast. It's mostly because Ryan is the sales force behind a lot. Oh, hello, Doran. Oh, by the way, we are actually going live in the Arts Academy Advance right now, too, just on on video, just to ask. So they can ask any questions and just to, yeah. Also, the Arts Academy students have submitted some questions for Ryan to ask me and just us to talk about in general um, as we go along. But anyway, so we are live in the Arts Academy Advanced Facebook group right now. So just to get back to why I would bring my husband on this podcast, because he's basically the sales force behind my art business you know like I I think of it a lot of as like I have a lot of ideas and well as Ryan does actually he, he has I a, have a lot of ideas <laughs> most of them bad but occasionally I get a good one and she paints it yeah and so Ryan 
has been in business basically for himself, essentially. Um, he is an incredible insurance agent. Probably the best. <laughs> Probably. As you can see, he he's not he's modest. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think uh, being humble is one of my, my biggest weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. So Ryan has been doing sales basically his whole life. He is a born salesman. And I think anybody, if you talk to him for 10 minutes, he often gets asked, are you in sales? Just because he has a very persuasive, loud <laughs> demeanor about him. And so he, you know, he spoke to his, um, or he went with his gut and yep. is now a salesman. Yep. And so he's been doing... I, I thought I was going to go to college to be a doctor. And that lasted <laughs> all of about a semester. And it's amazing what your GPA can do whenever you decide you don't want to be a doctor and just want to be a salesperson. It's, so, it's great. It was a lot uh, less studying. Yes, I think is what a lot less studying. It was a lot easier. College was really easy when all you needed was a C. Yeah, so you are a microbiology Microbiology major. major. I did stick with that major. Yeah, and then he graduated college from University of Texas. Hook'em horns. And then he moved back here to Springfield, Missouri, uh, where we eventually met and where I went to college. And Ryan is an insurance agent. A, insur- is that what you call it? Insurance agent? Insurance agent, producer. Okay. Producer, yeah. agent. Okay. Yeah. So he sells insurance to businesses, essentially. Correct. And he's been doing that for over 10 years to the point to where he has his book of business all lined out. And, you know, he's worked really hard, especially in the beginning for several years. And now he's at a point to where it's kind of coasting, actually. And it's really inspiring because (laughs) it's hilarious because Ryan makes a little over double of what I make with income, just to be completely out there. But he works less than half as much as I do. Don't do that. You yes. can hear that on the podcast. Fine. <laughs> so, <he's> fidgeting. <laughs> so, um, so, and so naturally, since he has so much spare time, I'm like, hey, I am still building my business. Um, can you help me? So all the time I ask Ryan, hey, can you help paint? Can you help me, you know, go project something late at night? Can you do this? That It's literally all the time. It's to the point now where people don't know what I do for a living. They think that I work for Andrea. That is... That's the question that I get asked more often is, how long have you worked for Andrea? So so I no longer sell insurance. I move ladders and pick up paint buckets and and clean brushes. It was really funny because I remember when we were working on the Greetings from Springfield mural, um, of which he, you know, helped me get permission to paint on that building because he knew the... um, Business owners. Business owners, basically. So he helps, you know, connect and really sell the ideas to a lot of people. And anyway, so I was painting the Greetings from Springfield mural, and I remember the news station came up to interview me, and Ryan was there moving ladders and (laughs) helping fill in, you know, the blanks on a lot of things. And he joked, and he was like, yeah, I'm just the ladder mover. And he, (laughs) they wrote him in the newspaper (laughs) as the ladder mover. Yes. I knew I'd made it in my artistic career. Whenever I was in the newspaper as her ladder mover. So for all you ladder movers out there, just know that you have a future and (laughs) you are cared for and people love your work. (laughs) So yeah, Ryan is the, a a lot of the behind the scenes and mostly the sales advice. So I, I go to him a lot for sales advice and 
Ryan and I did a live here in the Arts Academy Advanced on how to pitch yourself because he is the master at pitching things and he's really helped me to perfect my pitch to a lot of businesses and just to pitch murals and different ideas and just all these things. So we actually did a full-on training about pitching yes. in the Arts Academy Advanced. If you are in in there, just go check it out. It's in your Arts Academy Advanced website. Um, so we're not really going to focus on that too much. I am going to ask you some sales questions, but also we've had some Arts Academy Advanced members write in some questions and so is that where we want to start or or we can start from the beginning like how we met oh yes i mean because that's that's one of the big questions that a lot of people want to know is that how did she land something like me um (laughs) much less how did i manage to score her so uh to give you a little background of how we met we were i we were friends of friends and andrea had a facebook post online about how she needed a place to keep her stuff because she at the time she was working for Bass Pro Shop and when she was working for Bass Pro Shop she was working 70 hour weeks gone for three weeks out of the month and was just was never in town so she needed a place to keep her stuff I was desperate I I didn't have any friends places that I could go and I was like oh I did not want to post to Facebook but I did and Ryan was one of the first ones to comment and then I immediately took it down I was like okay and I think you kind of jokingly was like yeah I was joking but at the same time like hey hey, good looking girl wants to move to the house no (laughs) problem have a spare bedroom it's all yours yeah uh, so yeah, so she moved in and really for the first year or so, probably we hardly saw each other other than when you were in town. We would party. Rant. We'd really, party. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that we, were, was... we were great friends. <laughs> yeah. Super. Best wing Just woman ever. friends too. Yeah, exactly. Actually we did. We, we wing woman and wing man for yep. each other. I'm, I'm more for you. you I don't know. I no, helped he, you a lot. He did not wing man for me. And you know, I think it all makes sense now. He, he never was like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you would have become the person you were without my guidance as okay. a wing man. And then, so I was traveling a lot and slowly I traveled less and less. Yep. And as Bass Pro needed me less and less, and so as I started to kind of build my, you know, reputation for painting around locally, you know, that it was a, a very slow churn of that. And so I started yep. being around a lot more. Yep. yep. And, and then we uh, went to a party at Lake of the Ozarks, <laughs> which if you don't know where Lake of the Ozarks is, Google it. You'll enjoy it. Oh, or, or if you watch the Netflix show Ozark. It's, it's nothing like, like the show it's Ozarks. kind of like that. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess the locals are like that, but it doesn't touch on, anyway. That's we're digressing, but uh, but yes, we went to a party at Lake of the Ozarks and all went swimming at night. And I thought we were just casually swimming. And Andrea just kissed a little me. much. Andrea went, Andrea kissed me and ruined every good thing that we had. We were and he immediately was like, "I'm gonna marry you." On yes. the first kiss, he yes. said, "I'm gonna marry you." I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> so I mean, like I said, when you know what you want, you want you got it. And that was. Three and a half years ago? Three? I don't know. Yeah, three and a half. We spent more time trying to figure out how long we've lived together, slash been together, slash... We've lived together for five years, five and a half years, I think, and we've been together for three and a half. Yes. Yeah, and then... Way too long. (laughs) I feel so loved. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then a year later, we were engaged. Yep. And you proposed in Thailand. Yep. That was pretty epic. And then we just got married here past in February. Yeah, pre-COVID. So you're yeah. welcome. Yeah. We got married when things were still good. And then after we got married, COVID, quarantines, 
the world is ending, so I apologize actually to everyone because the world ends after you get married. Yep, is what we get after that. Yes. So, <laughs> but nonetheless, we're here. Okay. So yes. now that we've told them our backstory, yes, where do we do we have some questions? We, want we to do start? have some questions. We have uh, several questions that uh, some of your listeners slash Artist Academy Advanced students have written in, and, and they are curious to know more about Andrea. Um, so uh, I guess one of them was, um, what is your favorite part of our wedding and why was it marrying me? <laughs> oh my God. We'll just jump right into the good stuff. Oh I mean, my, gosh. Um, my favorite part about the wedding was actually probably the honeymoon <laughs> going to Antarctica. The honeymoon with me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You, you made it entertaining. Yes. Yeah. We, we also went to Antarctica for a honeymoon, which was pretty epic. <laughs> and I don't know that you would ever go to something like that because I, <laughs> he, Ryan, uh, you, you will travel. You like it. I like but traveling. He's not like an avid traveler until I, I came into the picture and I was like, hey, let's go to Antarctica. And he's like, okay, sure. Why not? Ryan's a yes guy. In yes. anything I want to do, it's rarely no. He will always say yes. It's true. Okay. Do we have any actual art questions here? I think we do. But for the most part, it's all about me. Um, all right. So what gets you out of a creative slump? Oh, who asked this? I think it was Michelle or no. I did not write down names. Dang it. Oh. <laughs> um, what gets me out of a creative slump? Yep. Um, Other than me giving you awesome ideas to push you through that slump. I, I think when you leave for a weekend, then I think I, this is probably I true. get more, I'm more focused. Um, basically, getting out of a creative slump. So I actually was just talking to the Artist Academy students about this here recently. And I just, I had this realization not too long ago, that was like whenever you're bored or whenever you're putting off things that you don't necessarily want to do, it's because you don't like what you're doing. You know, you don't like what you're painting. And I was like, whoa, like just having that like realization of like, okay, I, I, li- I love painting, but painting animals is what I did for a long time. And honestly, I painted animals because I was like, I think this will sell. And my business mind was very much like, okay, like if I paint, you know, someone's favorite animal, they're going to be compelled to buy that. And it happened several times. Like I've sold several penguins because people are like, oh, I love penguins. Or like uh, giraffes, you know, like yeah. our friend the Michelle. The giraffe one. Yeah, has... our friend Michelle, like she commissioned me to do a giraffe. She was like, oh, or her husband did for yeah. a, a present. But, you know, after a while I was, I kind of got in a creative slump and I was like, do I really like to paint animals? And, you know, I think a lot of, with painting is you know the story behind it why do you love it and I was like uh I don't like like telling someone that like you like animals like I love animals but I'm not like an over extreme animal advocate you know and I'm not like I don't collect animals and it's just I I like animals this house would beg the differ we collect animals (laughs) we We have three dogs a cat I don't know how many (laughs) fish if plants could be considered animals, we have millions of those. But, yes. yeah, but as what I was getting to, I just, I wasn't feeling inspired. So I really, like, dug into it, and I kind of, like, created my own little formula of what I'm working at lately, and it's to, like, pick, like, your favorite things, like, your three favorite things, and put them together in a painting. So here recently I did clouds, so I had a, a thing on clouds. I was like, I just love looking at clouds outside, like, all the time. We'll, we'll be driving around, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at that, look at look at the pinks in that clouds, and like, he can verify. I'm always yes. like, oh, my gosh, I can't take a picture. Slow down! <laughs> like, yes. I love clouds, and so I 
I like animals too, and so I combined it with just the cutest animals. And so as you've seen lately in some of my paintings, I've been just combining the things that I love together. Like I painted a whale and a mouse <laughs> together just because it's and so fun. And so whenever people are in a creative slump, I would bet to say that it's because you're doing something that other people might like of you to do or it's because you're you know you're doing something that might sell like I did or you know you're living up to an expectation that someone else has set for you or you want to please someone else but you're not really pleasing yourself so I would say how to get out of a creative slump is just like look deep (laughs) like look really deep if you like flowers and rainbows and then paint that I'm going from my perspective I could paint paint glitter all the time and I think for a long time too like I didn't paint with glitter and pink because I thought some people would take me you know as, as a child and I want to be taken seriously yes of course you're a very serious pink rainbow artist <laughs> so yeah I would say just like dig deep and one way I do this is I get on Pinterest and I start pinning like all the different things and just like all the different color palettes that I love and usually it's pastel pinks and all that and just all these different ideas of clouds and Actually, I'm about to do one with the hot, hot air balloons, and it's going to be a surrealist thing, and I'm so excited for it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my how to get out of a green slump. <laughs> All right, question number two. <laughs> All right, so um, how do you focus on one thing when you have a million things going on? <laughs> and and I, you have a million things going on. Yeah, and he can attest really to this. Because I had like three events in one week, and I remember it was like with... Uh, with Missouri State here recently and I was like did you watch my live he's like I don't know what you're doing you're doing a million things like all the time he's not because he doesn't care it's because I'm literally doing a million things all the time I was like this is he's always asking me like what are you doing today I'm like I told you this is what I'm doing today he's like I thought that was tomorrow you're doing something completely random tomorrow and yeah it's literally here there and everywhere so first off uh so is it an organization question or uh, that was pretty much what it is. So okay. it could be an organization question. How do you how do you organize your thoughts? How do you organize your oh. day? How do you how do you stay productive when you have so many things going on in your life? <laughs> I'm just going to interpret that question and okay. Um, so basically, I keep everything in my phone. Everything is on Google Calendar. Everything, <laughs> literally. Sometimes I even set alarms, and I will like set an alert for the day because I know I'll forget. And sometimes I set things like certain Mondays in a row if I have to book things. And it's just, I write every single thing down. Everything. That's basically how I keep organized. Like if, it's, if it doesn't get written down, it gets forgotten. True. I'm the same way. If it doesn't make my calendar, my phone calendar, I will not show up to that. It has yeah. to go. And it has to go in immediately too. Yeah, Because if you don't, you'll forget about it. And yeah, needs to happen. All right, so what is your favorite part about being an artist? I know this is a softball (laughs) question, and this is a standard question, but at the same time, you can interpret it however you want. So what is your favorite part about being an artist? It's a really fluffy question. Yeah, real fluffy. It's like a cloud. (laughs) It's like a cloud. Um, Well, my favorite part is, I know it's, and it kind of stems back to us as a couple, kind of, like you work for yourself. And I work for myself, and so it makes and I work for you. Planning life, yeah, <laughs> and it makes planning life really easy. And you know, it's just for instance, we're getting ready to go to Bali, hopefully in February for a one-year anniversary. And you know, I don't have to ask off for that. I don't have to. 
And you don't have to ask off for that. Nope. We, we just have to make sure our business is taken care of and our clients are taken care of before and after and scheduled. And it's up to us. Like, it is all up to us to plan it. And that's that's by far my favorite part of being there. Other than, like, getting to do what you love, you know, every single day. Because painting every day, I feel like the time just flies. There's yeah. no – I am never, like, is it 5 o'clock yet? I'm always, like, oh, my gosh, it's 5 o'clock already. Yeah. Every single day. And it's amazing. You cannot put a price on being self-employed. No. <laughs> on having, having your own. This There's no, oh, I have, you know, two weeks paid vacation. I have this many sick days. No, it's, you are, you're your own boss. You can, the sky's the limit. You can do whatever you want to do. Being self-employed allows you the freedom to do whatever it is you want to do. And, and you, you cannot put a price on that. Yeah. And I just, I love, like... Every year, you know, like we we decide if I'm getting a raise every year, and, <laughs> yes. and it's really more him because I am currently making 85 an hour, and it's going to go up to 95 an hour in January. And I come from humble beginnings. Ryan, not so much. Ryan, okay. Ryan said, is very upper middle class growing up. Mine is like I grew up. I had a business from like when I was 10 years old. I had my own lawn business. I worked. He, from when I could work. Ryan's dad is very similar to him, so he was basically his mentor, and yes. so he really took him under his wing and showed him, you know. If anyone, dad came from humble beginnings. Yeah, he you, started the humble beginnings. Right. I'm just saying, you did yes. not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan did not. So, which actually, it's a really great comparison, though, or a really great dynamic with us too, because I'm always trying to find the cheap way. I'm always wanting to give someone a deal. Like I'm always thinking like, how can I create the lowest cost possible? And Ryan is like, you get what you pay for. That's his motto. Oh, he's like, you get what you pay for. Yes. You can't. Don't buy the cheapest stuff. Yeah. Buy and he's always quality stuff. telling me to up my price. He's like, you got to charge more, especially in the beginning. Like I remember I was making $50 an hour or yeah. Or maybe about maybe that, like less. a few years yeah. ago or and basically when I started living with you and it was you who was really like, you need to up your price. And I was yes. like, okay, oh my gosh. And then I went to 75 and then I went to 85 and now we're about to go to 95 and it makes me sweat a little bit. Yes. <laughs> but Ryan's really one that I, I'll go to him and I'll be like, hey, I think I'm going to charge this much for this project. And not so much anymore, no. you know, but more so in the beginning. Because now, you know, now I've pretty much got it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll run it by you. But in the beginning, especially, he just helped me know my worth. Which was really nice. Yeah. And, and it's a balancing game. A lot of it is a, you know, where you are in your artistic career and stuff. But at the same time, do not be afraid to ask for more, to up your price, do anything. I mean, the worst anyone can ever say is no. So always ask for what you feel is your worth. Yeah, and if you don't get it and you really want to do it, especially in your, if you're in your beginning part of your career, like you can always be like, okay, but just like try for more. Because <laughs> you never know. All right, so... I this... have a question for you. Or... Fire away. Is... <laughs> I don't know if that's how we're doing things. I thought I was controlling this podcast, but okay, fair away. Well, now that well, we kind of talked about, you know, where we came from and yep. stuff, and, like, I am really curious... So I've never I've never asked him this before ever. I don't know the answer of what he's going to get, but See. I I think it would be very interesting to just hear like your perspective of how I've grown my art career because it's very different from when I first moved in with you five years ago and. Because you see all the behind the scenes stuff, because everybody else gets the podcast, which is some behind the scenes, but like most most people get Instagram, which is just the highlight reel. But Instagram you is it. so real. Everyone's <laughs> perspective on Instagram is exactly how they are in real life. Yeah, everybody's having an amazing day. Uh, yeah, clouds, <laughs> glitter. 
Yeah. And so what is your perspective from, from when I moved in with you to, you know, establishing and then starting the Artist Academy? Like, it's true. Let's get into that. I mean, so I was thinking when, when you first moved in, it was clear that you were you were hardworking. Again, you were Bass Pro. You were working 70-hour weeks. You were gone for three weeks at a time. He's usually not this nice to me. <laughs> you I'm, I'm you dressed terribly. Oh. You had atrocious <laughs> taste in, in clothing. But at the same time, you, you worked hard at it. You were working very hard to not look great. Um, but <laughs> See, there you go. But no, you, you always had the work ethic. In fact, you probably had a higher work ethic than I did. Um, which was which was great. In fact, Andrea, I had I had quite a few roommates through the years, and I think Andrea is the only one that ever paid on time and in full, and probably even paid ahead of time. I think there was times you paid like six months in advance. I didn't I didn't want to forget it. Yes, <laughs> so, I was never home. I was like, here you go, just save that room. <laughs> so that was a, that was a huge bonus, you know, I mean, getting actually paid to rent, which is I guess what you're supposed to do. Uh, we, we, we've had a lot of roommates in the past, and they were all so fun. But maybe, <laughs> yeah, so fun. They were fun. Okay, <laughs> they they were not the most reliable, but they were fun. <laughs> yes. So the but yeah, when you I, I remember when you first talked about you wanted to to have a like teaching course online, and I didn't know really anything about online or sales or anything like that. So you know I'm you know explain it to me how are you going to do this and. And so she kind of explained how she was going to start the Artist Academy. And she's like, you know, I know so many really talented artists, but they don't know how to, you know, market themselves, how to be a, you know, how to have a run a business. They just, they're just so talented. They just, but they, they can't get beyond that. And, and so she explained it. I'm like, you know what, this, this could work. Cause you know, your original, when you originally went to school, you're, you're a painting major now or art major. Or it was painting. Yeah. Painting major now. But when you went, first went to school, you wanted to be a teaching or you started your teaching. Yeah. Well, I, fir- I first went with business and yeah. then I went to be an art teacher That's and then I went was. with painting. So it's literally everything. That's yeah. what it was. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I'm like, all right. So, you know, you've, it was more the my I you know I trust you. You've got a, a background in teaching. You clearly know what you're doing. You know with your art career. Um, you know I, I know she mentioned at the time she's like you know what my my first goal in life was to make make a hundred thousand dollars a year painting. And so you know she accomplished that. And then but she was you know working all the time. So it was all the time. All the time. <laughs> like, so she's no like way. now I gotta fi- now I have to figure out how to make a hundred thousand dollars a year working. Kind of like how your schedule is, you know. You would <laughs> enjoy. Works, how much do you think you work a week? How many hours do you think you? Put I have on? my phone on me all the time, and okay, if I have my true. phone on me, I'm working, so I can be. Okay, but how many hours do you think you put in? It's hard to say. My hours maybe count for more 15, than your hours. I mean, fifteen hours a week. It could maybe. be. Yeah, it's it's. It's, it's summer more than others. Summer more than others. I would say 15. He works 15 hours a week and makes over double what I do. That's what I aspire to. But I to. have my phone on me at all times. Right. And yeah, so, that's fine. So yeah. it uh, it allows you, me No, you've work. set yourself up to do to do this. Like, you worked yes. hard and you were strategic. So it's yes. it's okay. But that was that was like her goal, which she's like, listen, it's not all about, you know, making this money. It's about working, you know, smarter and figuring out a way to, to enjoy the finer things in life and to have some time off. Um, and, and still make what you feel that you want to make in life. And, you know, everyone has a different number for what they feel, um, they're comfortable making in life, but, but yeah, it's, you, you, you got back down to that point. Yeah. And, and you've made it. 
you got you landed me you landed me so that was your single biggest so humble about both of us yeah (laughs) we're just nothing else to aspire to yeah yeah Yeah. so I was supportive clearly (laughs) I was very supportive of you starting the Artist Academy and are you surprised at how it's going or anything is this how you expected you know what what was your I don't know what I expected but I'm not surprised by how it's going because again you know when I when I first met you, you were working 70 hour weeks. You were working all the time on the end and you still put in that same work ethic here. But I have to like break you away from it's working right now. I mean, <laughs> she'll come home at eight o'clock at night. Be like I have this, 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 and I'm like, or, or we could not do any of that. Do that tomorrow and watch Netflix or do something <laughs> other than that. You know, <laughs> and last year. So whenever I started the Arts Academy, which was last year, January. So the whole last year, I didn't watch Netflix at all. And like at all, like we didn't watch at all. And now this year we do. And I think that's like a, like a difference. In... We watch it from 10 p.m. till midnight. Yeah. Night. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, I think that's a difference in like just level of workaholism that I'm yes. working through. Like last year, no, I was like, no, I found my purpose. I need to educate and I need to make a painting career work too. And all that's together. And now this year I'm now working towards it, yes. <laughs> not working as much. And finding that balance in life. You yeah. need to have a proper balance in life. Yeah, so there's no burnout anymore. But he's really patient. You're very patient with me. I'm not. He's very self entertaining. Like, I can be doing all these different and other things, and he just entertains himself. Which is so nice. He's not. He's not needy. You're not needy at all. No, you could give me a zip on a roll of toilet paper and stick me in the middle of a field for hours, and I would be just fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> it, it is nice. nice it's have, great. You know, nice to have someone who's supportive I, and absolutely. And <laughs> like, I take, you could just have the baby for us. That would be. Even I would more knock supportive. it out in about five five months. <laughs> no big deal. I don't know what the big deal is about having babies. They they complain about but i i don't think it's that big of a deal <laughs> okay you put on a little weight <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> okay anyway so it's good to have your perspective on it i guess yes yes like i said i, I never doubted you never supported. doubted really never doubted oh but one thing that, that you do do sometimes is i'll be like okay like here recently i was like hey i want to i might schedule myself mondays and tuesdays for artist academy and then just paint wednesday thursday friday and you're like wait a second, <laughs> um, don't turn down painting jobs, like these big painting jobs. So I feel like you kind of like help me balance it a bit. Yes. You know, because I feel like one works with the other. Yes. Kind of. You need both. You need time off. <laughs> yeah. I, I would schedule every weekend or every like somewhere, go travel and do something. And you have forced yeah. yourself to work some weekends and it, kills my schedule of having fun <laughs> i need like a decompression day ryan is like a a very outspoken loud likes to be around people all the time and i need like one day a week where nobody talks to me at all and i don't do anything and then i'm fine and that's just terrible to him he's like no that sounds depressing i'm like no it sounds amazing yes. so please leave and speaking <laughs> of being around lots of people when is the next mural meetup? Because oh. the first one was amazing. I know there's a few people that we're not going to invite Brianna. Um, <laughs> Brianna asked this question, we, and we know her. <laughs> yeah, we don't know her at, at all. I love. <laughs> so yes, yes. So the first mural meetup for those who, who didn't attend, didn't make it, and uh, it was up in Iowa. We were up there for two and a half weeks, I believe, ish. A uh, bunch of Artist Academy students flew in from 
all across the U.S. Um, and we painted, I don't know, how many murals did he paint? 20 murals around this yeah, place? It it's lot. hard to describe what it is. It was too the, much. It was but too it, much was, it was a very, very long, long project. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, and, and, you know, Andrea gave me the speech before we got up there, like, leave, <laughs> leave my students alone. Don't Just pester them. Don't pester much. them. You know, be nice. And, and so I was, of course. Well, then the, the, probably, I think it was the first afternoon we got all the students in there. You know, anytime you have a bunch of people get together that really, ha- they've never met before. I mean, obviously they've met online, but they've never really met. And they're, they're artists and artists stereotypically can tend to be a little bit introverted at first, which this group was very good. But we get them together. We pour two pitchers of margaritas for the group. <laughs> and all of a sudden everyone is best friends and just the stories come out. Yeah, it this was, was the first first group dinner yes. we had. And it was it was it was a lot of fun. So yeah. so back to the question, everyone wants to know when is the next mural meetup? Where are we headed? Who are we inviting? Not Brianna. <laughs> Doran Doran is back to being roommates with me. Yeah. Yeah, we I don't know, I'm keeping my ears open though. And it's definitely happening again. Yeah, it will and, be the summer. Yeah, it'll probably be during the summer, and I don't know. Just we're really waiting on a big mural. Although I, I'm like I'm someone who like I'll just do something. I have no idea how to do it. Like with the mural meetup, and we just like just like okay, meet us there. We have no idea how we're gonna do this, and then we did it. So now I know a lot of things that I would do differently. I mean, nothing particularly bad. I think we maybe took on a little bit too much, <laughs> and so the next one I want it to be just one big mural that's like a maybe a landscape scene or something really interesting that a lot of people would like to do you know and we'll just we'll get a bunch of people and we'll all do one mural instead of last time how we were all spread out working on 10 at once we were literally working on 10 at once over the span of a week and working like 10 hour days yeah it was just too much and we all had fun and like we all we had a pool party and we went out for hot dogs and ice cream and like all this it was fun but next time i'm gonna lessen the workload uh, up the one-on-one time a bit more and do a little bit more instruction and more margaritas. I think. Yes, and, and, and a driver's ed piece will come into this as well. Habak, oh, we are going to, <laughs> let's let's find something near a race course or something like that. Don't where we can clap, take, you can uh, hear that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take her to, we need to take Habak to a race course and have her drive. <laughs> bumper cars. Bumper, oh, there we go. We'll, let's go to, we'll do a bumper cars course. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so, what is your favorite drink? See, we're, we're, favorite we, drink. I, I told people to ask personal questions, not just <laughs> business questions. We've covered a lot of business questions. But what is your favorite drink? Yeah, which makes sense because, you know, we met partying, you know, <laughs> like yes. back in the day, like right and in college and post college we were we like to have fun right? yes Ryan and, and on I this like... very special podcast we are drinking wine currently yeah we oh yeah we forgot to say that cheers here, here. can you hear that oh, oh yeah there you go sounds like we broke <laughs> but so ryan and i like to have fun basically and we don't have as much anymore i guess we're very settled down but um i so i actually have a new favorite drink and i'm actually gonna make tomorrow so tomorrow is halloween this is friday night for anybody listening to the podcast that airs on tuesday tomorrow in live time is my oh jenny's on here hold on a second um so we just saw jenny's comment um so 
Tomorrow's Halloween, and just to answer really quickly, my favorite drink. Oh, Jenny likes what? What, what was it? Gin. 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 Jenny likes gin. <laughs> so Jenny was at the mural meetup, just and the the whole alcohol things. Jenny <laughs> was the only person who brought her own alcohol. I was I so impressed. It. She had she had a cooler now, and I mean she'd been she was driving around a bunch of different places, but she had a cooler. She had gin. Jenny came Stop prepared. Clapping. I can't help but clap. That's what I do. I clap. <laughs> Um, okay, next time we'll tell people to bring a cooler and bring your own alcohol. Yeah. B-Y-O-B, and that yes. way we'll all share it. That's we'll- true. Doran, if I pick you up from the airport one more time and you do not have a cooler, you're out. <laughs> yeah. Jenny says, uh, yes, more more margaritas, and her favorite was the pink wall with leaves. Exactly, because the pink wall with leaves was the fun one, you know, the really interesting one, and that's what I want to do next time. I have a really fun, beautiful one that we all do, and we all just concentrate on, and we take our time. Okay. Anyway, my favorite drink is actually a new drink that I've just discovered, and I'm making it tomorrow for Halloween. It is, it's actually called Butterfly Kisses, and I did not name it that. It a local bar here, and it's like a, a local bar slash diner thing here I just had it and um, it's basically you take strawberry puree so strawberry puree champagne a dash of lemon and a little bit of vodka and you put it all together and you put a little strawberry on the cup and that is my favorite drink the right there and we're I'm gonna put little like glass eyeballs in it with a straw for tomorrow of course because you can't just have a drink you have to it's gotta be aesthetically pleasing like my like food whenever we eat I like it to be aesthetically pleasing sushi like we just had tonight with your fan, with your family, <laughs> aesthetically. Doran, I am not picking you up from county jail. That oh is my gosh. afterwards. We will be in county jail together. Doran, <laughs> Doran is commenting on here. Yes. Doran, Doran was was my favorite student. Andrea's third favorite student for some reason at the mural meetup, and um, Doran, <laughs> Doran, Doran and I got along great. We had a good time at the mural meetup, and which is why he is now my official favorite artist academy student. <laughs> Jordan stayed with us for seven days and painted with us for seven yes. days. And we, we, were, we were roommates. Oh, oh! Olga says, I vote for Brianna at the mural meetup. Aw. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> yes. your vote doesn't count, Olga. I'm sorry. We're not taking <laughs> votes anymore. The voting ended about an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> Olga was also there. Oh, yes. Shout out to Doran, Olga, Brianna, Jenny, and all you guys. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and you guys didn't actually, I think of this all the time. I'm like, they didn't leave the group after they met us. <laughs> yes. Nobody has left the group from after the mural meetup. And we the even, whole time we we were even had, had someone join that met us up at yeah. I mean it's Alex. He Alex. showed up. Yes, yeah. but everybody that was at the mural meetup and met with us and painted with us and knows us has not left the group. And it's true. like I, I just I take notes that I was like, great, we did not scare them off. Which is actually including Ryan in the group. I was like, okay, I was sweating. Yes. <laughs> I was like it'll be fine. It'll be fine. All right. Okay. So next question: What is your favorite destination? You've traveled all over the world. <laughs> What is the what is the the your favorite place? What is my favorite destination? You know this. Well, Thailand. That's an obvious question. Only because we got engaged there. Only. Yes. Only. No. I went backpacking around Thailand. Um, actually, it was when I first moved in with you, and I would just move my stuff in, and then I was. Uh, painting around for Vast Pro, and then I just went over to Thailand and back, backpacked around for 30 days, and then came back and flew back here, and then I was home a lot more after that, and that's kind of like, I don't know, it's just like a memory, but Thailand, it was it's amazing, and we... I've just raved about it since. I could have stayed longer than a month with just a backpack, and yeah, we ended up going back, 
um, uh, what was it? Two, a little bit of a different trip the ago? second time you went back, huh? Yeah, it was. <laughs> we went back in style <laughs> the yes. second time with his. Ryan actually won a work trip, and so they took us around to like all these five star hotels. It was crazy. Which the first time I went, we were staying in hostels that were like ten dollars a night, and it, but it was so fun. Either either way, it's I'm totally fine. We got engaged, so we got engaged. The later. Yes. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> yeah, and so Southeast Asia. That's definitely it. Um, so Doran on here says Ryan, best roommate, aka only roommate. That's exactly right. <laughs> we we are gonna kick her out next time. She's gone. <laughs> her and Brianna can love each other. And... Oh, okay. <laughs> they don't know the inside joke. That's true. <laughs> they can't. Okay. All right. So I think that pretty much does it for the questions. Um, for you, uh, I did have a question of what is your, the, to me, what is your favorite and least favorite part about helping Andrea? Oh, yeah. What is your favorite part? Let's start with the good. Favorite part. Uh, favorite part is that you work hard. So I never have a doubt on a project where we're going to a project that something is, like, we're unprepared. Something's going to happen. Like, every... I'll handle it. You'll handle it. Every yeah. project that comes along, you don't get flustered. You work through it, and <clears throat> everything turns out all right. I got you. I, I got you. Well, I got you, but you don't you don't freak out. You don't even when things go bad. Like it's you, you push through it. We get done. I don't get yelled at. Usually, too it's much. just like the time, a time constraint is the only thing that I'm like, okay, we got to get this. It's like a deadline. But yes. other than that, it's like we'll figure out how to paint it or True. stuff like that. And least favorite part, well, probably the least favorite part is that I get. Confused for working for her. That would be, that's the big one is that, oh, so you work for Andrea. No, I do not I work. love it. I, I love do not work for Andrea. That. I just move her ladders and wash her paintbrushes. And, it's so funny because <laughs> it's the opposite too. If people don't know me, if they don't follow me on social media or whatever, if I'm going to a work event with you, with people I've never met, they assume that like I don't work like, all the time because I'm just this like trophy wife beside you and no and so there's just because i'm usually like dressed up super cute and they're just like oh what what do you do you do you yeah. do you work i'm like oh gosh and then, and then she does i'm an artist i'm like oh okay exactly. cute. so it's the cliche yeah i'm like um, I, I paint and they're like oh that's cute so your husband makes the money and i'm like well okay whatever and like i don't really care if people say that, I'm, I would rather not talk about it. But Ryan's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, she pulls her own weight is what she says. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, the yes. old guy has a comment. Um, she says, you were right to worry, Andrea. Ryan's teasing made us consider leaving. You, Olga, you were never leaving. <laughs> you were right there beside me the whole time. Don't lie. <laughs> but no, my, I guess the uh, – my true least favorite part of, of working is that sometimes, like, you, you work so hard that it, it gets tough for me to plan trips or plan <laughs> plan fun things to do because we can't to do this. To go hunting with we, you. Yes, really. basically to go hunting or do yeah. other some other fun <laughs> excursion is that I have to. I would it's, rather work sometimes. <laughs> yes, you'd rather work. I would rather work than do anything, really. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's just not fun it's fun to me though it's fun because like there's so many different things to do like i could be painting or i could be like making a tutorial or editing that tutorial or recording a podcast like there's so many other there's so many things to do i love what i do (laughs) and 
I love do. that you don't bug me whenever I'm, I'm working. Other than to like nudge me and be like, hey, let's actually go see our friends sometimes. I'm like, okay. okay. Yes. yes. All right. So the last thing is what is one piece of advice that you would give to artists who want to make art their full-time career, but they don't know where to start? <laughs> he knows, how, how he knows you... that I ask this on, the, yes. on every podcast. So Ryan used to tune in when I did the podcast on Facebook Live. Do you remember that? So I do them on Instagram Live. And Ryan tuned in to every single one of them for the first, like, 50 interviews on the podcast. And there's, like, this is episode, what, 120-something? 130, maybe? I don't have that many fingers. And so Ryan would tune in to every single interview that I did when I was first starting out, which meant a lot to me, by the way. And I still remember that because not many people were tuning in in the beginning. I would have one or two people watching, and one of those people was Ryan. And I was like, The other one was my mom. That's so true. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You and your mom are very supportive, which I love it. Okay. What's the one piece of advice that I would give to artists? So I would say whenever you're first starting out, um, and this is mostly just coming from me seeing other artists not doing this, and it's a little cliche, and you might disagree, but I would say you're never too good to do something for free or low cost to build up your portfolio at first. So, and I think a lot of people, you know, they turn on things away when they're not busy, and I see that because they're like, no, I'm better than that. And in the beginning, the beginning only, okay? Once you've established yourself or like, you know, you have a lot of photos for your website and all of that, I think you can up your price. But I think in the beginning, I think just practice is everything. You know, as Ryan was saying, how I, I worked 70 hours a week in the beginning and I was working and learning and practicing and painting every single day and practice it's it whether it whether someone's paying you to practice or you're doing it alone in your studio practice is practice and that like you if you get good that's going to be your biggest seller because I remember moving in with Ryan in the beginning and he he knew that I was an artist and he I'm sure he was like okay yeah you're good and then I did a logo for uh your soccer thing yeah and, Lake and Soccer. I remember that was the first time he was like oh you're actually good at this and I'm like yeah he's and then I remember him saying exactly he's like all right I can sell this and I was like okay so he kind of he sold me to a couple of the other the business owners to do their logos and you know and he tells me all the time too he's like you know if you have a solid product the sale is easy yeah. I mean it just takes an ask and okay so yeah. oh wait I have one last question for you that I kind of thought of so speaking of sales so Ryan's a sales guy, right? I have a hypothetical question for you. So on pitching, because, you know, as we did, we did a whole pitching live in the Artist Academy, but this is kind of a different kind of pitching. So say, say you, say I, okay, no, say you are an artist. And (laughs) And I am an artist. I've tried to get him to start an Instagram, be like abstracts by Ryan or something. I'm like, I can market you. He's like, no, (laughs) he does not care about being on YouTube at all, which just is crazy to me because you would be a hit on YouTube if you would just do it. But no, he doesn't care. Anyway, if you are an artist, so you are an artist and you had a show, say you were showing your art for the very first time and you had a decent skill. Like you were like, all right, I'm proud of this. I'm going to show the world. This is my first show. And you were like, say we were downtown and you had a, you had a show at Art Walk and you had like 20 paintings hanging up and then you see someone coming in and they're looking at your painting and it's just so obvious that you, that, that they're interested. What do you do? So my thing, anything with sales is all about telling, telling a story. 
And a lot of people will have a, a tough time in sales of finding that balance between between being too pushy and um, also that, you know, they just don't want to be in so that they'd rather let them peruse it. And the easy thing is to do is set up all your art and sit at the back and let people look at the look at the art and then bring one to you and, and buy it. That's the easy thing to do. But there's there's a, a point that where you're not too pushy. It's, it's telling the story about how that particular art piece came to be or how this series came to be. Everyone likes to be told a story about why something is what it is. And it doesn't matter if it's a painting. It doesn't matter if it's wine, if it, whatever it is. If you can explain the story of how that painting came to be, what your inspiration was, what your frame of mind was, whatever sales tool you have to explain, to, to give someone a background as to how that painting came to be. They are more likely to buy that than if you just said, hey, this is who I am. Welcome to my art studio. Feel free to ask any questions. You know, make the ask. Tell them why this art piece came to be, and then don't be afraid to make that ask of, you know, would you like to purchase any pieces? Because Ooh, okay, the, so actually ask them? Actually ask them. Okay. I mean, after you've built it up and you've built a, you know, if you've explained something, because even, even someone that doesn't want to be bothered it, uh, when they're coming and looking at art, everyone wants to listen to that story. Okay, so as you're, as you're walking up to them, you say, hey, would you like me to tell you about this piece? I, 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 I don't even give them the, the choice to list. Oh, just, so just, just tell just them, like, tell them about hey, it. I noticed okay. you look at this piece. You know, this was inspired oh, by... So don't even the, ask. Don't yeah. even ask. Just go, okay. in, go into the story. Because when you ask, when you ask someone a question before you... It, met them at all it's very easy for them to say no no thanks you know we're fine but when you just start telling them the story they're compelled to listen and even just out of pure politeness to listen and, and even if they're not interested in the first five seconds ten seconds after you've told the story they become interested they didn't even if they didn't know they were interested before now they are interested now they are invested and at the end of it you know after they after you've explained the story behind your artwork don't be afraid to make to make that ask because the worst thing that could happen is they say no, which is right back to where you were. They would have never bought anything to begin with. So, and I remember, like as you're talking, I'm like, this makes sense. He's not just like this isn't just a hypothetical for him. I just want to say because I remember you telling me stories of sales whenever you worked at Melting Pot. You would sell the wine oh, yeah. by telling the story behind the wine, right? Absolutely. And he would like you would even make up a story. Or would they be no? You ne- that's the other thing. Never lie to a customer. Okay. Always make the truth. Say what you wanted to say, but never lie. Always make the truth. Say what yes. you wanted to never, say. Never ever ever lie in sales because if you <laughs> lie in sales, it will come back to get you. People, especially today's day and age there's google there's phones people mm-hmm. can immediately if you tell some story about a polar bear that did something and you painted it they're gonna immediately google and be like no you're you're, you're lying so okay n- so never lie never lie never ever lie in sales but always you know make the truth say what you want it to be <laughs> give a story give a story behind everything people love people love buying stuff where they know more about it and and Especially with art too, because then they can tell that story to their friends. When they put that piece of artwork on there on the wall, they're going to repeat that same story that you told them, and that that makes that next person more than likely to buy something from you as well. Because oh, they've heard about this artist who you know 
had this this incredible story they versus... They can tell your story. Exactly. Or a brief one. A yes. brief version of it. Yes. Oh, I like that. It, 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 it makes it, it memorable. It continues on. It, it, it's more, it sets it apart from just, oh, this is some artwork piece that I bought, you know... Uh, at an art show yeah and and i'm more likely to like especially you know right now you got the boy scouts out selling popcorn or girl scouts out selling girl scouts or whatever and or <laughs> the cookies which this is ridiculous the girl scouts have an easy sell i was a boy scout i had to sell popcorn popcorn that no one wanted to buy popcorn <laughs> that was terrible and i still had to go out and sell this stuff but people are more like if you if you make an effort if you make a conscious effort to sell whatever it is even out of sympathy, you may even get some sympathy <laughs> buyers. People are going no to buy way. something. No way. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Which I actually just, which is part of the reason why I'm not painting animal, just animals as much anymore. Because if someone asked me, they're like, what's, what's the story? Why, why do you want that, that guy who was going to sell my paintings on the cruise ship? Yes. He was like, because I was going to be expected to go and public speak and tell people why I painted it. And yeah i was like i couldn't even tell him i was like i don't know animals are cute like no they wanted a story behind it which is now a big reason of why i'm going in another direction with it because like i have crazy dreams i like this and that like do i sleepwalk sleepwalk. and i'm putting that into my art now which is like dreams and like dreamlike things surrealism like this is what's going on in my brain my head is in the clouds if we can find a way for you to paint while you sleepwalk oh that, oh. oh, don't tell my workaholic brain that. <laughs> my, okay. All right. That's it. I think yeah. that's all Taryn loves your hair. Why is your hair pinkish red? <laughs> yeah. So my hair is currently this like weird red color because I'm actually going to do another dose of red conditioner on it tonight because I am going to be Ronald McDonald tomorrow for but Halloween. Isn't Ronald McDonald a male character? <laughs> I'm going to make him hot. And what are you going to be, Ryan? <laughs> I, I am going to be the male version of Wendy. <laughs> Wendy's. From yes. Wendy's. So he's going to, we're Ronald McDonald and Wendy's tomorrow, and he's going to have a, a red-headed wig with pigtails. It's going to be Or I may dye my hair tonight. We I like to know. have fun. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that is it. That's a wrap. Thank you guys so much for coming on and listening to my husband and I babble about <laughs> Taryn is just laughing babble about art and business and I hope something is useful for you throughout this and you take something away from it and you have your husbands be the ladder movers because they are that's potential absolutely <laughs> like I said for all my ladder movers out there you are you're cared for yeah all right thanks guys we'll see you next week This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process. From coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link 
to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you review our podcast and send a screenshot of that review to me on Instagram, I am art by Andrea Earhart. I will gladly share your art on my Instagram story with a reach of over 60,000 as a thank you for helping us grow this Artist Academy community. And speaking of community, if you would like to be a part of our absolutely free and very encouraging community on social media, just head over to facebook.com groups slash Artist Academy, and I will see you next week. <laughs>